0: can I listen to WEMF on my mobile device? I found the best way to enjoy WEMF radio on your mobile device. Download the TuneIn app from your app store, then search WEMF on TuneIn. That only would have taken you 10 seconds to Google. Enjoy. Stupid.
1: Hey, I'm Pat B.
0: And I'm Meph.
1: And this is The Geek Down on WEMF radio. Leap forward
0: bionically.
1: Now <coughs> that's funky. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I'm talking to Yo, you. I hit the thing, to pick up the... Hold the pause. <sighs> 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 Sorry, I had to get it out. I gotta breathe. It's like an old episode of Karate Kid. You gotta use your key, man. My, my you chi-
0: ch- Channel your key. Let's focus. It's all about zen. Yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Geek Down here on WEMFI. Happy. That voice you heard right there is not my regular co-host and partner in rhyme, Black Adam Willis. He'll be joining us a little later, but right now, of course, I want to turn your attention to friend of the show and tonight's guest, the one and only Meth.
0: Hey, how's it going, the geek down? The geek down. Wait, <laughs> why are you giving us the TV Land voice? <laughs> I love the TV Land voice, man. Uh, it's like straight home and say, hey. It, it's this so is fun. Memphis. It's so fun. Hey, welcome. This is my voice for radio. Oh, uh, I
1: studied radio under the great Jack Casey, and that was one of the main things he, told, he taught us. Uh, it's like yeah what you want to do is not develop a hook or a voice or anything i'm like but i this side this is just how i talk
0: <laughs> yeah it's true you yeah. got that you got the the, the velvet you know well yeah. that, I, I think that's it's more velvet.
1: of a that's more of that's more of a Meltor May thing you know? yeah. Oh, yeah
2: i like that hey, that's doing it for you Monsters it's leads doing it
1: for me yeah. it's all it's all it's all Meltor May and harry anderson i've got the weirdest <laughs> the weirdest inspiration ever <laughs> Love- <laughs> all right but meff you are here to talk to us on this action-packed fun-filled show about I- Buffy the sing-along
0: I'm here to talk to you about Buffy the sing-along yeah so um
1: I am fully too mess to I- ready to hear about this I-
0: one I-, I can feel that
1: mm-hmm. sorry so, sorry about that. I'll, I'll move that to the side it's all
0: good man we're friends we you know
1: Anyone, like, not watching the video is so confused right now. They're just like, (laughs) the audio is what? What's going on Who are
0: these people? (laughs) What is happening?
1: All right. Speaking of video, if you're not, if you're just listening to us on WMFRadio.com, you can also see us if you go to twitch.tv slash TheGeekDown or tune into the YouTube channel. We're broadcasting live tonight, courtesy of our very own Tom.
0: Yay, Tom.
1: Yes, sir. Tom Tizzle. Tom Tingle.
0: Tom Tingle.
1: Whoa. T- Tom the Tickler. <laughs> <laughs> do, do I have veto power over these nicknames? No, or is that just sir. A stick? Two-finger Tom. Tom. The
0: tickler? It could be Tom the Terminator or Terminator Tom. Okay, I like that.
1: That's uh, a little better than Tom the Tickler. Go, you sure about that? Three-knuckle deep Tom.
0: I like three-knuckle deep Tom. I'd take that one. <laughs> That's my favorite of all I would of take so that far. nickname. Yes, yeah. I'm sticking with that. All right. I'd definitely take that nickname. Uh,
1: three-knuckle T-dizzle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the house. All right. And on tonight's show, we have an awesome lineup. As I mentioned, we have the Buffy sing-along. We've also got a comic, Rough Riders. Ride or die. Not the ones you're thinking of, though. Rough Riders uh, starring Tom, uh, what's his name? The oh, the president.
0: Uh, that would be... Uh, Gerald speak- Ford. Yes, yeah, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford and no. the... Uh...
1: <laughs> Now, Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders have been immortalized in comic form since 2016, or maybe even earlier. And we got to check out the latest in that line: to Rough Riders, ride or die. Also, along with that, our very own Black Adam Willis will be in house talking yes. about the writer. That is correct. The writer. This man has <laughs> you know the I inside enter stuff. Can I answer my phone? What are you talking about?
2: I just called you like nine times.
1: Uh, buddy, story. right here, four bars. Right. No, uh, I'm no, show, Adam Willis. I'm all right, we're having technical difficulties here. I'm sorry, man, but you okay. Next time, um don't rely on me. I'm unreliable apparently. And uh You <laughs> we'll, just call we'll, me. It's cool.
2: I should have known that. you go. You
0: yeah. just call me.
1: All right, but he's going to tell us about the rider, an independent film about perseverance and horse riding.
2: And horse riding. Mm. Not... It's like the
1: wrestler with rodeo. Hmm.
2: Wow, that's okay. Which is that... like it makes perfect sense when I mm. when I explain it. All. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah.
1: you'll break it down for us. We'll go a little less cross-eyed. All right, and along with that, dude, man, I got to see a movie that apparently I didn't realize uh, was was that famous, had that kind of juice. But, um, Meth, you were talking about this before the show without even uh, knowing that we were talking about it tonight.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I, I saw it when you posted it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I actually saw a trailer for it. and I don't remember where I saw the trailer, but I saw like the full, like two minute long trailer, and mm-hmm. it looked incredible.
1: It was some wild stuff. Yeah. We're talking about independent film, Sorry to Bother You, starring Lakeith Sandfield. And, uh, yeah, it is is some stuff to talk about Speaking of horses, we're talking about (laughs) And I'll explain why in a little bit But right now, we're going to start off We're going to jump right into it with our guest The Mefster
0: Oh, hi. How hey. you doing?
1: All right, so you are going to tell us all about now. They're doing a special event um, for uh, this year's Buffy sing-along because you've been on the show to talk about this before.
0: Yeah, so we're kind of like the resident Buffy guys, me me, and uh, Awen, who is Holy Crow. And mm-hmm. we're kind of the resident Buffy guys in Boston. We've been doing some Buffy sing-alongs and burlesque shows for about three or four yeah. years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time we're, we're kind of doing like a little special thing on Uh-oh. June 3rd. Something new has been added. What? Ooh. What? It's true. Oh, so, God. So we're doing a little special thing this time. Way too excited for this. Uh, we're going to be doing a vampire. There's going to be a vampire themed brunch served at once Somerville, which is great on June 3rd, and then at 6:30 we are going to be screening a couple of Buffy episodes. One has to be as as of yet determined, but probably awesome because mm. there are like maybe like six episodes. Hey, who's in, in charge of that? Awesome. That seems
2: like a like a serious job. You know what I mean? What if you pick the wrong one? Uh,
0: it, it you know it's it's it's. It weighs on me every night before yeah. I go. You know, it's, it would. It's, it should. It's, it's really. It's you know, when you pick the wrong one, you know, you get really angry, Buffy fans. Just lying there, like unable lining. to sleep. Just, well, there is
2: no wrong one, but yeah, you. you can, it's it's yeah, it's you really like, high pressure. Yeah.
0: it takes a lot. It takes some gumption. It takes, and I got it. You know. Yeah, I think you I got it in space. All right.
2: Yeah.
1: Why did I pick a Xander heavy episode? We
0: actually, it's funny. We actually <laughs> almost always pick Xander heavy episodes. Oh come on, why? <laughs> because they're well, so they're like the, the episodes that we've picked in the past have always been look at how Xander is being an F up isn't it funny now let's watch Xander F up again
1: you know that's fair that's fair
0: because the, the, the so then we screen the musical once more we with feeling which if you've never seen it spoiler alert does end with it being Xander effing up again Mm. So it's kind of a nice pair of like and he just never ceases to F up. Yeah.
1: No, so, you wanna you wanna go with crowd favorite Dawn instead. That's yeah, the way yeah. to go. So Buffy's little sister Dawn. Buffy's is. little
0: sister Dawn, yep. <laughs> everyone so, everyone
1: Everyone digs Dawn.
0: Yeah. So if you've ever if you've ever attended one of our sing-alongs, one of the things is we absolutely encourage, you know, um audience interaction. Um and one of the things is anytime Dawn says something, we gently encourage the audience to yell shut up. Shut up, up Dawn! Uh, so it's pretty fun because she, you know, she's kind of the insufferable teenager in the episode where she's whining. She's, she sings off key. She has this very odd ballet and anytime she shows up, we just yell at her to shut up. You
1: know, it's a bummer yeah. though. Dawn is played by Michelle Trachtenberg, it's which, true. uh, Adam, I, I, th- I think you like me were a Nickelodeon kid. Yeah. Growing yep. up. Yeah. So we, know, Michelle Trachtenberg as the, uh, one of the heroes from Pete and Pete. Yep. And we yep. grew to love her yep. as, uh, as my, as uh, Monica.
0: Oh, she was uh, yeah, and then she was. Uh, it was yeah. Nona
1: and Monica. Nona, and Monica. And Monica. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she was Monica, the uh, the Girl Scout. Yep, yep.
0: And yeah. then she was Harriet the Spy, too.
1: Yes, and she was yep. Harriet the Spy. Yep. We've got an attachment to her, and then she became this hateful, it's hateful little girl terrible. on Buffalo. <laughs> terrible. Just gotta, a work. You know, gotta work. Awful child. Gotta work.
0: Yep. So we so we do that. We show some Xander episodes. You know, we have some. This time, it's actually going to be really special. We're going to have a vampire brunch. We're gonna have yeah. You mentioned this yeah. So I've been we've been uh, we've been talking with the owner of once and she's really into getting a, a lovely little brunch together since it's a Sunday thing. So yeah. we're gonna have some brunch, some special cocktails, uh, some Buffy and Vampire theme cocktails and brunch, uh, and then we're all gonna sing along and have a great time. Nice. And uh, Holy Crow's gonna be there, vending the baubles and the magic, and we're gonna have some new um, Buffy merchandise for the for the people. Oh, so. I'm yeah, yeah, we got some buttons. We might be working on a couple of super secret things that you can come and pick up there, so mm-hmm. that's going to be fun.
1: Is it still technically super secret that you've announced it on air?
0: Well, I told you what it was doing. I told you, you, you there'd be what a what secret, was. not
1: what the yeah. secret is. Sorry. Ah, uh, good so. point, my or maybe friend. Maybe it's not super
0: point. secret. It's probably like... A, kind of secret. It's like nine people right. that He's don't like know. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright, okay, now you
1: mentioned brunch. Is it, does it? it? Uh, this has historically been an in, in evening event. This, does this it mean it's all day now?
0: No, it, it, we are going to, there is going to be food served, but the event does start at 6.30, so.
1: A.M.? P.M. Uh, P.M. Yes, okay, alright. Yes, yes. Everyone's getting up at
0: 6 a.m. I don't know, yeah. you say, Not on a Sunday. You say brunch, Sunday. brunch,
1: folks come in, hey, yeah, had a nice meal, like, get the room out of yeah. here, come back in eight That's hours.
0: A, no, it's like, you know, come eat Drink, mm-hmm. and then drink more, and then drink more. Take a nap. <laughs> it's actually responsible of you yeah.
2: actually to offer food at this point. Absolutely. You know what well, I mean? With the amount of drinking that. Yeah, I hope they're singing is is at required. some point
1: in between there. <sighs> I heard I hear drink, drink, I said, eat, drink, sleep. Like, well, the, start at I yeah, eat, the
0: eat, the then drink,
2: drink, 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 Yeah, yeah, drink. yeah, yeah.
0: And then eat some more, and then you could take a nap in the beautiful once lounge upstairs. They yeah. yeah. are very comfortable up there
2: sure yeah why not <laughs> it's not a place of business right? already <laughs> drink, drink some more i imagine <laughs> they won't there. mind just random people passed it's a, out it's a free
0: out. event so i'm encouraging people to purchase correct. cocktails yeah. okay all right house. now it so, makes sense there we go so drink
1: all right random folks yeah. will be in there i love that episode of buffy where she dresses like
0: uh, uh, how dry i am <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's at it's at uh, uh once in somerville correct it's at
0: once in somerville which is 156 Highland Ave.
1: Oh, look who's remembering addresses now. <laughs> okay, one fifty six uh, Highland Ave in Somerville, yep. Massachusetts. Yep,
0: and mm. it's at uh, we're gonna be starting it at six thirty. Um starting with our first episode. <clears throat> we're gonna have some trivia. We may have some special super secret guests coming by, maybe singing some tunes, oh, maybe snap. doing some Is some... it John Barrowman? It's not. Oh. It's yeah, he not. has
1: no he has no relation to, to, to Buffy, but if you go well, six to read a separation, it goes uh it goes Buffy, um, David Boreanis. James Marsters, uh, James Marsden, Marsden, James Marsden, and then uh, John Barrowman. You were right. Marsters? Yeah. Okay, because one is one is Cyclops and one is Spike, and I keep getting them mixed James up.
0: James Marsters is Spike, and he he played uh, uh, Captain Jack's ex-boyfriend. Yes, he did. Road.
1: Yep. And was, Captain Jack is John Barrowman.
0: Yep, and, and that was a very sexy episode. G- yeah, G- Captain Jack myself. is something
1: special. Yeah, <laughs> I- I've, I've, I've liked to think, I'd like to think uh, I'd, I've modeled myself after him, even though I've been doing that style thing for 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 much longer than he's been a character. But he just does it so much better. I, I, I can't hate.
0: He's a he's a smooth dude. He's almost black. He's almost black. He's almost he's like,
2: black. He's that yeah. close. That should be the tagline. He's just yeah. three inches short. <laughs> he's like three. Just three. three inches. Just, just, a poster of himself. He's almost back. <laughs> Pappy.
1: Yeah. All right. Now. Now. Okay. Now. You, you, this isn't your only Buffy event. You've been involved in the life for a while now. It's true. It's, it's true. Yeah. Okay. So, so.
0: So we used to be do we we did uh we did a burlesque show a for a couple of years called mm-hmm. uh, once more with pasties but. Um, this year, we're going to be focusing all of our creative, amazing Buffy energy on this sing along. Oh, totally! So we're really stoked about it. Um, Yeah, we're you know cosplay is encouraged. Please come and cosplay. We've had some amazing cosplayers show up to these. We had my uh,
1: cosplay is a Black Buffy viewer and, all the time, and you
0: you crush it every time. Thank you, you, thank you. You do it really, really well.
1: I take pride in my work.
0: You're very, you know, you're. I mean, Pat's an exceptional cosplayer, so. Yes But we've had You know somebody Come yeah. in as a I've
1: cosplayed as Black guy number three yep. Black guy number seven yep. Black guy in audience And
0: when I've tried <laughs> to do that It's been really bad Yeah <laughs> yeah we, we talked about we, that we, we had a, that's, that's we, a, I'm really glad You pulled me aside For that man. conversation cause like, Soul man the whole thing. Soul man yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I Had to stop, I had to stop. <laughs> It
0: was it was reverse white chicks right.
1: <laughs> Stop buying shoe oh, balls Oh man Yeah uh, actually, speaking of Soul Man, I played uh, I played Meth um, that YouTube clip uh, Vader sessions. Yeah, I never heard it of uh, of uh, them cutting James Earl Jones audio, different movie James Earl Jones audio over uh, Star Wars. Yes, and uh, when I asked you, do you know where some of these are from? Uh, a lot of the clips from when he's uh, fighting, um, not not quite when he's fighting Obi Wan mm-hmm. and talking about we need more black representation. That's all from Soul Man. Yeah. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Soul Man to anybody who doesn't know our <laughs> oh listeners, Soul Man is this awful, awful movie uh yes. from nineteen eighty uh, six, I think. Uh starring C. Thomas Howell, C. Thomas as, Thomas a Howell dude, yeah. as a white dude as yeah, who dresses in, who puts on Pony blackface. Bord, Pony
2: boy Curtis himself. Pony yep. Boy yep. Curtis himself yep.
1: puts on blackface to go to a uh, to go to Harvard on a minority scholarship. Right. It's
2: just like the the prime example of just just a horrible idea. Yes. Yeah. Coming to fruition.
0: Yeah. Yet
1: somehow still starring Leslie Nielsen and James Earl
2: Jones.
0: Well, you know, the 80s yeah. were a crazy time. Yeah.
2: And C. Thomas Howell, who was actually a, probably a, a yeah, thing then. Back then, too, you know what I mean?
1: he, back then he was. Then he did Soul then Man. Then he did Soul <laughs> Man. And you're like, why am yeah. I not seeing C. Thomas Howell on anything yeah. anymore? It's like, oh, hmm. well. Notice we don't mention Ray Don Chong because no one's surprised. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. yeah. The, Don, the greatest Don. thing she ever did was Commando. How? What, what does that say about it? Yeah, Commando is an awesome. Arm I was like, yeah. that, that took me
0: for pause because I'm like, that's a great movie, though.
2: It's a great movie now, the, for reasons of schlock. What's yes. the, what's the movie she did? Uh, the one as well with, as the caveman? Yeah, with the cavemen. Uh, yeah, the Yeah, with Ron just, Perlman.
1: Yeah. What was yeah. that called? I know it. I want to say like I want to say like uh, uh, 20,000 BC, but that.
2: Yeah, it's I'll, like I'll, something I'll, with fire or something like that. I think yeah. that would be in the title, but she just had sex with cavemen. That the entire the, the movie. Whole movie, yeah, oh, it's, about, movie. it's about it's about it was about just like cave revolution the yes.
1: whole time. Yeah, it pretty, I totally every know what movie you're about. every seven minutes a different cave
2: shot okay, Tom, you got the name? It's Quest for Fire. Quest yes, for fire. Quest for Fire. Yes. I knew yes. Fire was the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was just getting it the entire entire time yeah it's like this entire movie
1: about human evolution where at like every few minutes they stop the action some caveman grabs Raidon chong and just starts just going at it yeah you yeah, know yeah, a couple yeah, minutes yeah. later back to business as usual like <laughs> nothing happened yep. you know it's like
2: yeah we gotta make fire we gotta Rub these sticks
1: together. Oh. That
0: doesn't have any dialogue, right? Yeah, it's yeah, all—it's yeah. all like grunts it's and not- uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's about—it's about this is the thing they made, ladies and gentlemen. This is—it's yeah. like
0: the late '80s too. It was yeah. like in 1989, yeah. 1990 or something, right? It was like late to early '90s, right?
1: Yeah. Well, Adam, sh- uh, uh, your your quest for a uh, t- fire tattoo has the date
2: on it, right? Yeah, she wants to show us that. Yeah, that's the lower back though. And yeah. I don't show that anymore? Oh, okay.
0: No, that's
1: fair. <laughs> the quest for fire. Your track. chance for man. fire
2: tattoo. Oh man, sweet that'd miss. be heavy. Yeah.
1: Alright, so on that high note not a- <laughs> Mef, yeah. you want to give us uh, You had a link you wanted
0: to share too I is that did, I did So uh, I actually got a bit.ly for this Because right. I am prepared, but of course I'm not prepared enough To actually have it up uh, So You're almost prepared So it's uh, bit.ly, you know, like a bit.ly link Slash ticks T-I-X That is bit.ly ticks. And that is the direct link to the tickets They are free, but if you want to go uh, you need to get a ticket to reserve your space because it does and will sell out. Oh, capacity issue! It's a capacity issue thing. Oh, it's not a money issue thing. Oh man, I so, better get on that. Because we cannot charge money for it because Fox will come down on us.
1: Well, you're still loading people up with booze, but and we're loading and, them up and with brunch. booze
0: and, and and brunch and holy crow go- goodies mm-hmm. and you know it's going to be a great
2: time. It's the least you can do. Yeah. yeah.
0: So show show. It's up. only apropos. Yeah. So show up, show up, ready for trivia. Show up, ready for meeting other Buffy fans because mm. I can definitely. If you're a Buffy fan, you're going to have a good time. You're going to meet other awesome Buffy fans and have a great time meeting new people. If you don't want to meet anybody, you can sit in the corner. I promise I'll, <laughs> I promise I'll only kind of talk to you. Usually when I get drunk at free guy. events, I sit in the corner yeah. by myself. Yeah, so yeah, really yeah nice. you know, so totally. you totally. I
1: don't want to socialize. I'm going to rock here a little. Show yeah, up. Doing the Blair Witch in the corner. One.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just stare up in the corner. <laughs> If you if you need Somebody to have introvert time, they I will just disappear. That.
1: Right. <laughs> All right, so it's at once uh, right here in Somerville, Massachusetts. Somerville, Massachusetts. In Highland Ave, right? On Highland Good.
0: Ave, one fifty-six Highland Ave in Somerville, Massachusetts. Ooh,
1: come on down and meet Meff. You can challenge Mef to some trivia. Mm. You can,
0: you can. Yeah, I might. I would probably win. You sh- yeah. I actually will a- absolutely probably win. So like the like ladies oh, of Kamikaze <laughs> did a, a Buffy trivia night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was in May. Six months ago, and uh, they were kind enough to let me kind of show up and do like a um, not like a true sponsorship in terms of like I knew what the questions were, but they let me show up and be like, Hey, Holy Crow does Buffy stuff, you can. So I showed up and I joined a team and I only got two questions wrong out of a hundred and three. Wow. God.
2: Da- wow. How long was trivia? Uh, yeah. Like six hours. It's <laughs> <laughs> the marathon. It was yeah. like two
0: and a half hours. Of that's, that's a long yeah, trip. Yeah, I, a long I long trip.
2: went to a, a Twin Peaks trivia in mm. Cambridge. Oh, awesome. And that was like really tough. Yeah. Like and I know Twin Peaks pretty well but yeah. it
1: was like really really tough. they I tried think... to get you cuz the purpose of it was to make sense of Twin Peaks and nobody could do it. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just like yeah.
2: okay, uh, watch Mulholland Drive and like tell us what it's about. It's like, <laughs> uh, like well, uh, I'll be uh, outside
0: smoking a cigarette. So <laughs> nice.
1: I will say though, first time I saw Mulholland Drive, um well I, I, I was like what was that? I? I was 17, I don't yeah, remember damn thing. Yeah. But yeah, I saw it again and I completely forgot about the, um, the 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 acting rehearsal scene in uh, right. the, in the office. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went back and YouTubed that and
2: watched it over and over again. It's <laughs> one of the greatest scenes. It is ever, dude. Man. like just for like what it. Like what it's trying to get across yes. and everything like that about like acting in general, yeah. and uh, The whole facade, really. It kind of sums up the movie almost in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's exactly it's
1: because it's like it starts off goofy. And it's like, oh, she's gonna give that bad performance, and then that she you gave away right before when she was
2: rehearsing yep. for the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a wild movie. Anybody mm-hmm. who hasn't seen Mulholland Drive, go out and see it. It's, it's a good it's picture, crazy.
1: surprisingly, because it's David Lynch, which is is is, is I, I don't I don't know what it, um, clinically insane.
2: Yeah, it's um, just it's a pretty insane deranged, film. Yeah, just art. Yeah. art weird it's art, art. I'm like ah, i don't know it's art somehow oh that's, that's, I don't know what's that's, going on. That's, that's the catch all for crazy yeah just art well it was like i like i said i saw it in high school and i was like okay let me try to make sense of this and mm. there's like six months of my life gone <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean still no conclusions you know what i mean so was, all that misspent sense. energy my friend yeah exactly all right could have bought could have invested could've in been, yeah i could have been trying to you know that's true Okay, so <laughs> now we are going just just let it dangle, <laughs> yeah, sure. Exactly.
1: All right, so right now I'm going to kick it over to my man Black Adam Willis. Mm, you yes. sir, got to check out a story, an inspiring tale, man. I didn't see it myself, but I checked out the uh, reviews and I checked out the trailer and some clips online. Yeah, this is oh, yeah. This, this this was rough. This is, is a huh? heavy
2: movie, man. This the is a uh, It's it's probably one of the better movies I've. Seen. It's definitely one of the better movies I've seen this year. Really. Like straight up, it's okay. it's so good and it's so well done, and it's by this uh, this woman uh, Chloe uh, Zhao, and she's from Beijing. She's been living in America for a long time, but she. I don't recall seeing any any. She's done one film before this. I think this is her second uh, feature, but okay. it's about uh, a rodeo rider in the Dakota area of the Sioux uh, region, like the Indian Plantation. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's really this narrow scope of these this certain kind of people and it's this culture of rodeo riders and this like kind of this tough american landscape Uh, and this guy who follows is uh, Brady Jandro. He plays uh, Brady Blackburn in the movie, and it's actually... Okay, now that's uh, the thing. It was the the, the real guy, right? Yeah, it's a story about actually this real guy. It's like loosely based on his story. So there's film... uh, Basically, the, the movie is about this... Rodeo rider who gets in this serious accident, and he has this massive head injury, and that leaves him with seizures in one of his hands, and he's not allowed to rodeo or ride horses anymore, which basically is like a death sentence for people in this region saying, like, okay, you you don't have a way of life anymore.
1: Yeah, you can't support your family.
2: Or not just that, just like, this is what you do. Yeah, this is how you support your family, but this is what you do. This is your life. This is your livelihood. This is not just your hobby, but this is your this is everything that your life is built around. Damn. So you, all, all of a sudden you can't do that anymore. That's like them telling me and you, they can't tell dick jokes on the radio. Right. Like oh, I man. probably would, you know, just, just lock hit myself in a bedroom. Me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Oof. Like a Blair it, Witch myself. So man. when I said this movie is kind of like the wrestler, it's like, that's like, okay, what do you, you know, in the movie, the wrestler, it's like, yeah, okay, well, he can't do that anymore. It's like, what is his life? It's, it's like the search of meaning beyond that. And he's a young guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the, the footage that you see of him getting the head injury is actually real-life footage of the oh, real real-life injury that Brady Jandro suffered. And he gets bucked from this bronco, literally lands on his head, <clears> and <throat> the horse steps on him. Oh, God. I, I, saw, I saw a saw massive... I
1: thought that was special effects. No,
2: man. That was... man this is the, that's the actual oh. footage. That's what you're watching. And you see this giant gash across the side of his head. And, of course, like this whole life... All these people are told, you know, you got to cowboy up. This is the way you go. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You got to work through it. And like he's working through a brain injury and he really, you know, he's like a local hero because he's so good at what he does, but he's so young at the point. It's like, okay, well now if you can't do that, what do you do? So he gets a job at like a local grocery store and everything like that. And he gets people coming in saying like, oh man, you're like, you're my hero. What are you, when are you going to get back on the horse? And it's just always kind of biting at him trying to get back. To where he was He's
1: getting like Positive comments And feedback Because Everyone
2: that's Like knows him Knows that he's This great (laughs) rodeo rider So it's just like He wants to work back Towards getting that But it's But the
1: clip that I saw Well the clip sir That I saw I'm not sure who it was. They didn't name him in the clips, but this one guy's like, "You can't do it with a broken back." It's like, y- "You'll never, you'll never ride again." Yeah, it's like, "You're not gonna do it. You can't do it." I'm like, "Who is this guy?" Well, there's <laughs> this, this one. It's like this one ass. Well, his well, coach. That's like <laughs> story-
2: constantly cutting him down. Well, the story starts with with him being injured, but then that's yeah. his father. That's yeah. So his father has taught him. Well, his mother passed away yeah. like before that. And so he's just kind of with his father and his sister. Mm-hmm. They live in this trailer and his sister's got this brain kind of not a brain injury, but she's very slow okay. and like he needs to take care of her and her father and his father is kind of like an alcoholic and a gambler mm-hmm. and not really around so much. So he really needs to support his family as well. Yeah. And his father taught him everything he knows about horses and he's a really good horse trainer too. So he's like, okay, if I can't ride, I'm gonna break horses, I'm gonna work for these people, I'm gonna ride all these horses and, you know, train him for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And even that, like he gets these seizures where his hand clinches up and he can't like really let go. And he's it's 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 a dangerous occupation. So like he could literally die. Mm-hmm. And that's actually uh, what happened to the actual actor and the story kind of brewed out of uh, the director talking to him. She's like, okay, you're going to ride these horses even though it could kill you. He's like, well, if I don't ride and do anything else, I'm dead anyway. I'm just kind of doing – there's Why nothing for me to do. you find these
1: feel-good movies, him This yeah. is but crushing. It's,
2: but the thing yeah. with this movie, it's it's it doesn't wallow in this sorrow of like this guy can't do it anymore. It's just this very honest approach to like it doesn't sit there and it, it doesn't – it's not this – Pity movie, you know what I mean, where it just sits there and it like pities his character. It's just like he's kind of trying to move on and figure it out. Where it's just like it takes this very, very clear-eyed, honest, unsympathetic kind of a view of these people and this way of life, and that's just how it goes. It's it's just that's that's life for them. It's right. it's it's a side effect of of the lifestyle they live. And he visits with a friend of his, this guy Lane, and Lane's actually played by. And the actual real life person as well, who was a really great bull rider who now is a paraplegia, can't walk and can't speak. He's
1: he's, he's got the same. He's got one of those stories, too.
2: Yeah. Like, but more severe, like he literally can't stand up and he's like in the hospital. So he visits him often and and the scenes with those two together where he's trying to help his friend out who, like, can't speak and can't sit up straight and can't like And he kind of does this thing with his hands. That's how he speaks, Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like sign language. But it's like Morse code, sign language. Uh, yeah. It's it's so beautiful and tragic and touching, and this whole movie is built like that, where it's just. See, I'm glad you
1: see these, man. I I I, I, I tear up easy.
2: Yeah, well, I did too. You know what I mean? I really did. And there's a scene at the end where it's you know because it's really these three people, where it's this guy Brady who's all of a sudden faced with this this lifestyle that he can't have anymore, and then his father who is kind of like. Trying to do his best, but he doesn't really know how to be, you know, that role model. And then the sister who needs taken care of all the time. And then there's a scene towards the end where he decides that he is going to try to get in the rodeo again. And there's a standoff between the father and the son. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most touching things I've ever watched. I mean, the, just the, like the, the, the ultra
1: supportive dad.
2: Well, it's it's the supportive dad, but well, it, you it's, can't do it with a broken back now. Yeah, but it, 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 it leaves it in such a way where it's like he's le- leaving it to him like himself to figure out. At the same time, being there in, in in this most uncomfortable way, it's it's a fascinating movie. Uh, Sounds like well, I can't, dude. yeah, it, I I can't like uh, give it a high enough review. It's really, really, really important movie, All and right. it's just so natural. It's it's this kind of this landscape that's kind of you know disappeared from. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, no
1: one really thinks about the rodeo life these days. It's twenty eighteen.
2: Well, it's like who's making a, a movie about like American Indians kind of like way of life in like yeah. a small portion of the Midwest like it's it's real and from an Asian director who comes from Beijing yeah, it doesn't really, the really yeah. like yeah. me right there. and like I said she w- I I guess the story came out like I said she was in contact with this, this writer mm-hmm. and uh, and when she heard his story it's like why are you still writing he's like well like I don't have a life if I don't and she's like that's a movie yeah. That okay, wow, okay. Yeah, sounds amazing. So she she plucked it from plucked it from that and kind of and the scenes with him and he's actually like trying to break these horses and like get on these wild these animals and everything like that and seeing this natural talent that's born out of time, patience and this natural intuition that he has with these animals is like captured on film so beautifully cuz it's a natural thing. You feel like it's almost a documentary, but it's really a, a fiction film that's kind of blends mm. the that the real life facts of this guy's life with some fiction, and it, it, it's an amazing movie, man. I'm telling you, it's 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 at, playing at Coolidge right now. I can't suggest it enough. And nice. yeah, awesome. I would go so, and check it out. Yeah, go check out your uh, your local independent theater. What's it called again? The Writer.
1: The Writer.
0: Awesome. Sounds really good. It's really, really, really good. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Those movies where they have
2: like the real people who like live this. I always yeah. wonder about like, can they act? Yeah. How they really? Uh, yeah, really, it, like, he's got this he I mean, it's all non actors. And so it's like, you would think that it would kind of be clunky he, like, at times, but like he has this really, this natural charisma that's like born of this like actual experience through, through mm-hmm. going through this crazy trauma and going through this lifestyle. And this lifestyle is no joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just people are always told like, no oh, matter yeah, what this, they go through, it's like cowboy up. This is what you got to do. Like, right. this is what's going on. Like yeah. this suffered a brain injury and like you're told you can't. Go about your life anymore Like how do you How do you go on What What's the next step for you And this is like know, A dude, movie about I Trying remember, to figure it out It's really great
1: Yeah I remember seeing Like random documentaries Growing up I used to watch Like a lot of old TV mm-hmm. Disney Channel uh, Discovery Channel um, A&E All this stuff Just cause This is stuff That was on Sundays When you know You're a latchkey kid mm-hmm. yep. And a lot of them Were just like uh horrors of this obscure sport you know rodeo clowns were like the worst but yeah. also like rodeo riders the things that these cats go through like one ride will end their career in a matter of seconds yeah you know yeah. especially if they Absolutely. ride like bulls or something you yeah. know people will uh, a bull will break your face there was yes. that luke perry movie and, too eight seconds uh, which luke perry eight movie? seconds that was i, I, I don't i don't remember this I, I the it was a
0: luke perry vehicle
2: well, he actually gets gored by a bull at the end. Right? Oh, jeez. Yep. story too. That,
1: yep. That's okay. But yeah,
2: it's 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 not just like the the danger of the rodeos too, which is obviously there. But it's 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 uh, the kind of the poverty they live in and like the cowboy lifestyle. It's more like the lifestyle, not just like okay, rodeos are something we do and it's dangerous. But it's just like every day is riding horses being part of the land like it's just this natural thing that harps back to the earliest americas i'm talking about like the sioux indians you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. just like part of what they do it's part of who they are so to be like kind of this like conviction of like okay you can't do that anymore it's just Hmm. like you have no real interests other than that what do you want to do work at a grocery store the rest of your life like what it's like it's it's about kind of accepting that and then trying to move on or or you know well, see, what kills me Embracing is I grew, that I grew up with
1: cats like Colt Kirby, it's, it's... you know, um, uh, Matt Dillon. Um, oh, the Cartwrights. Okay, you know, so the whole thing is you get this idealized view of like cowboy life. Right. Every Clint Eastwood right. movie, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, dude. And, and now, to be fair, those also had the soundtrack with them.
0: Mm. Yeah. So you hear, I'm
1: like, oh, it's gonna go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite um, GIF right now. It, well, it may be a video. But the GIF of um the uh the gunfight at the end of uh the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, right? With uh with uh, with Tuco, with uh, Blondie, with Angel Eyes, they're all like oh looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah and then and yeah. then there's and then there's this in cat. the cemetery. Yeah. Yep, and then there's this cat that has this weird look on his face, just giving the eyes <laughs> the little fangs <laughs> I think thing, I've know? seen that one. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It oh, good. it's too much. <laughs> all right, so on that note, um, dude. We're also going to keep it still within the kind of writing realm because mm-hmm. I want to talk about Rough Riders.
2: Okay. Yeah, Rough, yeah.
1: Rough Riders is a story uh, from action. Excuse me, from Aftershock Comics about none other than uh, the Rough Riders, the Rough Riders, yep. Teddy Roosevelt's notorious group of uh, of enforcers. And not not just limited to the West, but this right. takes more of an idealized view. Now, I thought this was a really cool story idea. If anyone's read the League of uh, Ordinary, that's Gentlemen, exactly
2: what I thought of. You know, it is, yeah, it's right. like you know what the I mean? idea that all these historical characters know each other and yeah. they call upon each other when they yeah,
1: they came you know. together, they fought together. That happened a couple of times in actual history. All right. Uh, even though we've like idealized it, what sucks is uh, uh, Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett. Right. Actually, like, you know, got together and teamed up and they were friends. Yep. Yeah. But, but this
2: one is like, it's like Harry Houdini.
1: Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. That
0: got me. The <laughs> it's, car- a, it's some wild characters. Well, Harry yeah. Houdini and uh, what's his face? Um, Arthur Conan Doyle were, were buddies, too.
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: they were totally buddies. There was actually a, a TV show about it, too. Was there? Recently. Uh, the that- theme song?
1: <laughs>
0: they actually so they became they were buddies and mm. then they stopped being friends because arthur conan doyle super believed in spiritualism and being able to like communicate with the dead mm. and one of harry houdini's personal quests was to show that all these people like mediums and spiritualists and stuff were actually like perpetuating massive hoaxes on people. yeah he'd do that stuff all the time yeah. he was famous for it. yeah so like they were like buddies and that was like the thing that drove them apart mm. interesting so anyway
1: like your 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 love of religion will be the end of us. That's true, Adam. I'm talking to you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like For yeah, sure. it'll happen. That's gonna happen. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the story of the Rough Riders, made up of, as we mentioned, uh, former President Teddy Roosevelt. A former, he's been dead a long time. I hope, dead dead I hope quite a it's a hope. He was a former. Mm. Yes, he was. You yeah. know,
0: he would be president again, though. He has the fortitude to come I, I back from I don't the want dead. That fools president. He man. would do it.
1: Teddy Roosevelt was okay. Legend in history has Teddy Roosevelt as this great benevolent figure. Look up the story of the Panama Canal.
0: Oh no, he's like a total imperialist. Like, yes, he F-wad. is. I'm he, totally with you, 100. He, he on was. That. He was
1: Trump with like bigger cojones, man, and a he really good insane. mustache. And a sw- okay, he was he was he had Ron, a if Ron Swanson was, was, yes. like, was like was like was like was a Jekyll and Hyde of of Donald Trump. Yes. That was Teddy Roosevelt. Absolutely
0: hundred percent. Yeah, and yep. he
1: did horrible stuff. He did, he did good stuff, stuff, but horrible stuff. He really did. But we're not focusing on that. Nope. Um one of the things he did was uh, <laughs> the Rough Riders were his very notorious group of enforcers who handled business back in his day. And this book idealizes the Rough Riders as a very particular group of heroes that come together when the world needs them. Right. You know, And this particular group is made up of, as we mentioned, Harry Houdini, also Jack Johnson, one of the uh, most famous boxers in history, the yeah. very first black heavyweight champion, and just a notorious figure in, in yeah. himself. I love Jack Johnson because he wasn't just, well, you know, he was the Jackie Robinson of boxing, you know, the first big uh, champion. No, he was known as being just the uh, uh, poon hound. And 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 boozer and gambler and just a it's loud a individual, work, yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's just like this. You gotta okay. think
2: what kind of man yeah. it takes to kind of get to that position. Yeah, it's well, it's, 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 it's like normal. He's no a total normal badass. Yeah, you know, he had to be good. Citizen. Yeah,
1: he was the proto Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Right. Yeah, just this loud, obnoxious, just 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 uh, I don't even know ratchet. Yep. just this original ratchet individual and I love that the original that because, ratchet individual yeah no <laughs> back then I'd have been like look at this and they're just making us all look bad but now in history <laughs> it's just like yo this dude
2: take that <laughs> it's like, it's like you better got, you than me you
1: right? got you got Martin Luther King you got Malcolm X and you got Jack, <laughs> you got, you got Jack out. just <laughs> punching people bare knuckle <laughs> in, uh, in the bar yep. um, also Annie Oakley
2: Yay. Uh, right. historic,
1: historical figure. I still don't know if it's been confirmed Annie Oakley was a real person, she or was. was the conglomeration no, of was, uh, of several legends. She into was one.
0: totally a real person. She was. Okay. She was absolutely real. I I know this because I did a book report on her in third grade, okay. and I performed as Annie Oakley. Oh, I just remember but, that line l- l- in uh, Kill Bill
2: Volume Two. I'm better than Annie Oakley, and I got you right in my sights. So yeah. let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Anyways. guys
1: um, also, Thomas Edison as the science
2: guy. They should have had uh, Tesla. Tesla. I <laughs> they, <I was laughs> they, they, they should have had a Edison. giant electrified elephant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Topsy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Why not go with any, with, uh, with with Marconi? They could have all had radio. Marconi would have been good. Marconi would have been good. <laughs> but his yeah. Weird ass mustache. That mm. was an interesting mustache. And, oh, yeah. that's why they didn't have him You can't compete with Teddy's mustache. You can't
0: compete with. You can't have competing mustaches. Same with. Uh, yeah, with Tesla though too.
1: Tesla. Well, the thing is, they want to keep it American, and right, right. Tesla was yeah, right. Tesla was not. Was
2: Plus, I think he's more of a loner. Mm, True. And he fell in love
0: with a pigeon.
1: Well, one thing I do like about this story, getting back to the story itself as fiction, I like that they had different character archetypes. Like, you have all these heroes that you know from history, and their legends are, well, you know, they were a great figure in something and did this for America and stuff. But no, it's like, um, okay, perfect example. Edison in this is pretty much Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. You know he's self-serving. That he's short a, with everybody. That
0: makes a lot of sense.
1: Though. Yeah, and and he's completely on his own side all the time. Yo, so if it'll if it'll behoove him to betray you, soon the fate of the world will be damned. He he he's turning on you like post haste. You know, to make a quick buck, and then you know, hey, maybe it's uh, maybe to live another day and make some more money. Uh, he'll go back this way, so he'll go back. This way. And it's just like he's hateful, and I really like that mm-hmm. because it's, it it didn't treat like historical figures with kid gloves. It kind of did. With uh, with um, Jack Johnson, but I think that's because in this in this particular run, he w- we're talking of course about not just Rough Riders but Rough Riders Ride or Die. I don't think I said the full name at the start, so my bad. Um, but from AfterShock Comics, which was an interesting take on the. Uh, I don't know. What do you call them? Like um, like a Seven Samurai type story. Yeah. You know, each one has their own mm-hmm. specialty, and they come together to use their skills. And the particular story in this case is something, not someone. Something is targeting innocent figures that are somehow related to President Roosevelt himself. Right. And it actually turns out that it's 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 demons, it's supernatural forces. It's yeah, not just yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This that goes sounds, beyond like the that realm.
0: Sounds awesome now.
1: Yeah, it, 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 the whole thing held so much promise. I was jazzed when I read it. Adam, you got to check this out.
0: I did. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so what are your thoughts? I've been. talking I just like nonstop. the collection
2: of characters. You know what I mean? It's just so it seems so random who, who who they grabbed from history too, which mm. is I think they did the uh, the right job with this. It seemed a little out there. Yeah. You know, I, but I always I always like. Uh, like, the guys on a mission, like, collect... I always like the rounding up, whether it's a movie or a comic, or whatever. Like, the, the rounding up of characters. Yeah. And it kind of does their own story. I thing like it. that. It's so so I, I like that. And so I was attracted to this comic just mm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I definitely... You need the supernatural element to it as well to kind of keep it, like... Grounded in that comic <laughs> kind of thing, like that. You can't just like pick a, like an asshole from history. You know no, what I mean? really thought like, you're gonna say, you gonna say you
1: need that supernatural element
2: to keep it grounded. <laughs> but like in the in the comic lore, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? But no, it's no, like, I'm you, right you, there you can't with you. pick this. Okay, like let's go beat up Hitler or something. You know what I mean? It yeah. just wouldn't it wouldn't work that way. No, 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 no. Wouldn't mind seeing it. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing it. it. Sure. Yeah. Oh, a,
1: have the have, sell it as an addendum. Yeah. Just like not, don't even like have them hunting him and finding him like cleverly. Just, 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 just like a side project.
2: Let's just go beat this guy up. Yeah, page
1: beatdown. Just, right. just, just a gang jumping. Just them there. <laughs> they knock him down. I'd they pick that. him up. Beat him down. Put him against the wall. Just like keep kicking him. I'd read that. Yeah, there's so many yeah, ball, who just, wouldn't just read that. Yeah. just Ball yeah. kicks. Oh, yeah, no, that's great.
0: <laughs> Has everything. Ball kicks. Like I get like Harry Houdini right
2: as being like this small like kind of a fragile guy too.
0: Houdini was huge. He,
2: well, he, he was small in real life. though. Yeah, but he was yeah. like,
0: yeah. solid. Though. Yeah, he no, was he like... was,
1: he got punched in the stomach. And that's how he living. died, that's, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes, yes. Which is kind of, um, uh, one of an, an ironic story of he was the indestructible man. It's like no, no, he wasn't. And until you tell him, him when, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, everyone thinks, well, you know, he got well, was it pneumonia uh, that uh, eventually killed him over time with the sickness. No, no, he got punched and then didn't seek immediate medical attention because mm-hmm. that wasn't his thing, and three days later died of internal bleeding. Yep. You know, and the whole thing was he lived this life that just proved, yes, he was a formidable individual, but he was not invincible. Right. You know, but he left an awesome legacy. I read the Houdini um, biography when I was in the fifth grade, and it, it started a love affair with magic that earned me no friends for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I was trying. I have try- been
0: your friends. I super would have. I you would was have like been my
1: friend. S- Adam would give me wedgies. Probably. I'm not that big. I wasn't that big in high school, so I was giving. You know, neither was I. School. I was a skinny kid, man. I was tall, but I was skinny. Um, uh, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking ta- 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 like elementary, middle school. Yeah,
2: one of my favorite books is kind of around the magic realm too, and as focuses on Houdini. The Ventures of Cavalier and Clay by I Michael Chabon. That. That's one of my I favorite. Mean, books it's one, too. Of yeah. books ever. it's yeah. one of the best books ever. Absolutely. It's one of the best books ever. It won a Pulitzer, actually. It's it's that good. It's but it, it, a lot of it takes from one of the characters, uh, kind of escapes his uh, his background through magic and escapism and everything like that. And they start a comic book, and yep. it's a, the Escapist, and it's yep. based on like kind of on Houdini, and it's actually yep. punching Hitler in the face is one of the <laughs> one of the stills <laughs> yep, of the first comic, yep. but. Fantastic book, anyway, yeah. yeah. and this totally. I can get down with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. It's one of my favorite books, too. Yes. Cool. It's probably one of my favorite books of all time. All right, it's but amazing. We've gotten
2: so far off the
1: point <laughs> of Rough Riders, uh, Ride or Die. Ride because or die. We mentioned all this cool stuff. With no DMX didn't of... show up. No DMX. No, no, he did not. Just, he did not so think. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Come yeah, go! he's still in jail, I think. DMX? Yeah. yeah, He's Is back he? in jail. That's what sucks. He's
0: back in jail, yeah. Yeah,
1: this dude was out. It was like weird stories, and we were happy for him, and then... Yeah, it's a sad Crash. story but um okay so the story of ride or die we mentioned takes place with them hunting down who's taking out the uh, relatives of Thomas of uh, Thomas of um Teddy Roosevelt now what bugged the crap out of me is it's a four issue run four issue mini and we get three issues of just this really interesting um like mystery developing mm-hmm. and the characters are they, it seems like they're being put into place. Mm -hmm. For something big to happen I'm like cool Let's see what goes down And then I feel like Everybody was wasted Everybody was wasted In that last issue Where they tried to Cram everything Like you can't
2: cram That much Into one issue When you take When you take three To build it up Yeah You're not gonna Pay it off with one You know what I mean Probably could have been No I concur it out you know mm-hmm. Let's and do five what's, well, Let's do five issues What Probably sucks either. is I,
1: I, I feel like they started Writing the story And then we're given the news Well we're not continuing
2: The run We're canceling Sounds the run Sounds like that right mm-hmm. Yeah it's, I mean because it seems like These guys had a, a, a Well thought out story And yeah. I don't mm-hmm. it seemed just kind of rushed
1: yep. Also I, I thought they wasted uh, uh, Several characters Dude Jack Johnson did almost nothing in this. All right. And the whole thing is you'd think, okay, well, maybe they played him for laughs because a couple times it seems like they're playing him for comedy and they don't. Mm. And then seems like okay. Well, they're putting them in position to have like these big badass scenes, and they don't. Mm. And then the quote-unquote uh, uh, saviors of the day just kind of like pop in, having never, having not been seen at any other point in the book. It's just like random. Oh yeah, you remember them from last time, right? They're here again. Like what? Mm. Yeah. And bummer. I thought it was it, it was. It's like it's like it. It was completely half-assed. It feels like they lost steam or they lost the will to finish the story, or maybe they were trying to tell a bigger story than they were actually budgeted for. I have no idea why, but the last one left me flat, dude. Mm. So just so pissed me off.
2: I agree. I think they can't. You know, they they built something up really well, and mm. then only just to kind of hurry through it and let you down a little bit. Yeah, like, it got it, me, man. Like, there had to be something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're we're not doing another run. Yeah, yes, yeah. we're not doing a whole another issue. You got to kind of wrap it up now. It's like, oh, okay, how do we cram that much, you know, Capitalism. story and? pure and simple i would like to have seen
1: them do a little more with edison because the stories of edison if anyone knows the true story of edison kind of a dick edison yeah no he was a thug man (laughs) he was a thug (laughs) yeah Yeah. edison was like uh if you can imagine um the the best case scenario of martin prince becoming like a a a gang leader or something (laughs) Mm. where it's like oh what you got there an invention that helped mankind yeah rocky get him you didn't sign for a patent in my territory you're on my turf we don't There'll be no grants. Well, given say, here.
2: Uh, you remember the show Deadwood yes. with Hurst uh, at the end, and it's kind of like it, it exposes like Hurst uh, in that, it, like it kind of gives a realistic kind of telling of him, and like you know he was a goon, he was the uh, he yeah, dude, he killed people and like forced people out of their 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 gold mm-hmm. and everything like that, and kind of took over everything. To remember, like history that. were not good people, man. Right? Nope. Mm-hmm. They also did the uh, 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 like a one episode version of uh, it's Doc Holliday. Well, no, no, it wasn't Doug Holiday. Oh, yeah, no, uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell showed up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Wyatt Earp was in an episode of that How many his eyes brother, did he have and it was seen? like, Why? this Why? is what? what Wyatt Earp Kurt was probably Russell? really like. Three. Three, okay.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, no, I actually didn't see that, man. It's been so long, dude. Oh, it's one of the best shows ever. <sighs> I gotta go back. Yeah, gotta you gotta do. go back. Yeah, what was that movie? What was, the movie? What was that show with uh, with Common about the trains? There was one on AMC where it was like this eighteen hundred show. Uh, and Common
2: was just. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I <don't laughs> about. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. You got it. Yeah, Tom is on the job, man. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm. Wait, uh, handle your. Okay. Common's been up. in some surprisingly, just like Common's diverse some good stuff, stuff. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Like
1: he, yeah, that John Wick two performance yeah. was like the dude can actually act.
2: Right, but he, I remember he was in another Keanu Reeves movie. It was uh, Street Kings. And He was like that dude in the in the in I thought
1: the, you were talking about a good movie.
2: No, but he was that my movie wasn't bad, but he was he was that guy in the room. When They show up, he's like, Oh man, you yeah. stepped in the wrong room. They have that giant gunfight. I was like, Man, God, what was that? What's your name? Oh, my name, name? No name?
1: name Quicksman. Don't look that quick to me.
2: <laughs> Shoot, uh, with Hector, uh, Chris, uh, what's his name in the neck? Uh, Iron Man, i no, not Iron Man, uh,
1: Chris, uh, Hemsworth,
2: no, uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans yeah, Oh Captain America right Yeah Captain America In yeah, shoot Captain we, America the neck of the movie
1: I don't I, I, I remember that movie. Yeah, he bleeds out It's been a while But it's yeah. a bad movie Tom That's, what do you got The show is Hell on Wheels Hell on Wheels oh, yeah, yeah Hell on
0: Wheels I didn't even know About that one It's a oh. gritty show But, yeah, it's, uh, but it's,
1: it's it's one of those ones Where AMC Tried to be real gritty mm. AMC trying to be HBO
0: mm.
1: It's one of those shows mm.
2: Yeah Um But, but check, it takes
0: place In the 1800s Yeah i uh, nah, we'll probably give it Like a shot for Sure By the way
2: Hmm? Deadwood's getting a movie by yeah. the way yeah, yeah I didn't did
1: do even Deadwood the full dead like me <laughs> I'm with it dead like i'm me. I'm with it sure Deadwood like me, yeah. uh, <laughs> Deadwood like me. <laughs> all right, so um you can't recommend uh uh rough riders you Ride can't and die right. unfortunately
2: uh Adam I mean, I don't wanna say I can't because I like I did enjoy it, but it didn't come off to it didn't have the payoff of the conclusion I wanted let's
1: say this then because Rough Riders itself has had a couple of previous miniseries that mm -hmm. as I understand were better received so they probably had the the substance that we were looking for that this one seemed lacking right and and seeing as how this one kind of ended with finality this might be like the swan song whereas those are like the continuing tales that we were hoping for. Perhaps, yeah. All right, so check out Rough Riders, the earlier uh, miniseries that came out in 2016, 2017, uh, also from Aftershock Comics, but Rise for Ride to Die, I would say give it a pass. Yeah. But I'm um, such a fan of the, like,
2: the rounding up the the usual suspects type of thing. Yeah, type I, of I, I dig them yeah, too, man. Same. That's why I was like hoping... Uh, Suicide Squad would kind of be better at that, uh, and they did that whole first thing. I'm like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my you know, life. You know what's garbage? Yeah, it's they, literally the worst thing I've ever seen. It was. They did do it well, though. There but then that awesome was like okay, that's fifteen minutes. That's fifteen minutes of the movie, and then the rest is well, just no, no,
1: no. shiza. Well, no, that yeah, no, that live action was 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 complete totally mm. BS. But they did a good Suicide Squad did movie. They? It was animated. Okay. It was called Assault on Arkham.
2: Right, and okay. it is
1: one of the most badass things you'll ever see starring the suicide squad mm-hmm. same crew that was in the movie they you know and then they did live action all they had to do was literally do that exact same story beat for beat like we've seen this thing it was well received it was dope you do the live action you will nail it this will be like this will be the proper Oscar worthy DC movie right they didn't do that they got they got it's, they got will Smith in there making
2: random jokes it's aggressively bad. Oh it is fu- you it, <laughs> yes, it is you are absolutely correct it, it, it's like it's like being bad to a point where it's just like uh, like you're mad at it like i've watched yeah. so many bad movies in my time and like mm. it, it, it sometimes are just bad mm-hmm. that's just the, it's disrespectfully the nature of it. bad but this is like it's rubbing your nose purpose. in in it bad mm. like okay like wow this is how much money we have and this it's, is how much we're just going to throw down the door for spite yeah
1: it could have been great Right, because well, it just, it it, it just
2: you know, confirms bad. everything that you hate about movies like that, where like no story, it's you know what I mean, showing having stars trying to carry something that doesn't really exist, mm-hmm. like a narrative or anything like that. Bucks yeah. the
1: crap out of me, dude. It does.
2: Yeah. It does.
1: All right, so we're going to go into our final review of the night because I got to check out an independent film starring Lakeith Stanfield, who is doing a lot of great stuff.
2: He's doing a lot of great stuff. I think mm-hmm. I first saw him in the movie... Um, What's It's a movie about uh, social workers. Uh, uh, what's now? Mm. But he plays an abused kid, basically. Oh, right. And he has this uh, this scene, and this like I'm hooked on Lakeith Stanfield after this party. Mm. He has uh, the people that he's in this group home with shave his head, mm. and then he kind of can't look at himself in the mirror, and he's like, is it bumpy? He, yeah, he keeps asking if his head's bumpy. Mm. And, oh, Short ter- Term 12 is the name of the movie, sorry. Short Term 12. Yeah, and he keeps asking if his head's bumpy because that's where his mom used to hit him with a belt. Oh, he used shit. to beat him like that, Damn. and so he can't, you know, and then he kind of has this breakdown yeah. where he's... He's he's leaving the home and then he's this is his kind of final send off where he's like is my still scarred where my mom hit me and it's just such a powerful movie but like Heath Stanfield, man he's I'm glad to see him doing good work yeah, I, mean, I think man. everyone he's, knows him from uh, Get Out everyone knows yeah. him from As, get uh, Out he's get the meme now on. too you know what I mean but like I'm telling you take check out uh, Short Term 12 he's mm-hmm. he's fantastic he's fantastic yep,
1: also yeah. doing big things on Atlanta mm-hmm. he's uh, an upcoming producer in his own right man I mean the cat's very impressive so he's doing great things and then Tessa Thompson. Who's doing Janelle mm-hmm. Monae? Who's also a great thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All of that sentence. And Tessa Thompson, who uh, I think the most famous thing she's been in. She's been a lot of like great work, um, but possibly "Dear White People" is yep. the uh, is the biggest yeah. thing folks recognize her from because she was the face of "Dear White People," right? Mm-hmm. And this movie had all the promise in the world, dude. I will say right now, it didn't. Do as good th- as many good things for me as it seems to have done for other people. Mm. But a lot of the like positive reviews I've heard are people that just walked out of the theater. Mm, so I think right. they may have still been under that. Just saw the movie. Well, oh, I think man, people are still and uh, hadn't uh, thought about it for a little. People bit. People
2: sometimes suffer from hype too, where it's totally, just like this think, is a great yeah. movie, and then you watch it and you're like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I
1: saw I saw a great movie. You know right. what I mean? And it
2: was like well, I you take time to think about Suicide and have Squad your Squad own-
1: When I walked out, because Will Smith and Margot Robbie were there in the theater, and I couldn't be like, <laughs> you suck.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's happened to me on occasion too, where it's just like, uh, you know, how many times you've been told, like, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. this, is fantastic. Oh. You're like, yeah, what I saw was great, and then you're like, well, you know, maybe not for yeah, me, that, that you me, you know right what I mean? Maybe for you, it something. is, you know, it, but you, yeah. but
1: well, you know what, you know what sucks is that's actually that that nearly ruined some when that happens with good things. That nearly ruins them because it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Right. But when the show first started and folks were telling me, yo, 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 Pete, you got to check out this show. It's, you got to watch this. It's the kind of show you would like. And I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Yeah. And I was just against it for so long because I was, it was just like, what the hell?
2: Well, I don't take much advice from people anyway, too. It's just, it's my same uh, beef with people like, okay, I'm like, if I rec if I recommend a movie yeah. to somebody and they're like, oh, I heard it was bad. I'm like, well, who'd you hear it from? Like a friend. I'm like, oh, your friend is <laughs> the, the the end all authority on what's good and what's bad. I'm like, did you did you read about it from someone who's you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, well, my friend said it was it's like. Well, oh, Do you I, listen to your friend on everything because they I, are certainly I, I, I not an you. expert or certainly hold not up, the authority on your taste? I hear I think you. It's so ridiculous. And I, I
1: agree. And not to belittle your point, but to anyone who's like just not just listening, but also watching the video, the look of disdain on
2: your face it's as the, you recount it's that, my biggest yeah, it pet, so poo, he, pet peeve. hearing that from people like, oh, I heard it was bad. Like, who'd you hear it from? Oh, a couple friends or a couple people? Like, I heard it from people. Like. Who the hell are these people? <laughs> Do you not even know them? One, it's just like two, if you It'll know them, I'm like, are like are they the are they the ones that dictate your taste? It's such yeah. a ridiculous thing to say, like, well, I heard it was this it's like, okay, if you if you read some reviews and everything like that and you had an opinion about it yourself, like maybe I'm gonna go see it, maybe I'm not, that could persuade you. Mm-hmm. But if you heard it from a friend, I'm like, your friend shouldn't make your decision for you on anything, let you alone know. your taste. That's a very good point. Now let's tell people what you thought about this movie. <laughs> my bad. Um,
0: what no, no, no. did you think about it
1: my friend well actually i thought it was a very interesting movie that um ended about 20 minutes in when they started a different very interesting movie which then ended another after another 20 minutes and they started a very interesting movie and the thing is my whole problem with this is it's very disjointed it's the story of uh one young man who is basically he's unemployed He's got no prospects. He's living for free in his uncle's place because, and not just like he has a deal, just he hadn't paid his uncle rent, Mm -hmm. but his uncle hadn't kicked him out because they're family, but he's like, you pay me, goddamn it. I got got my own bills to pay. Right. And he's struggling. He takes a job working in a call center, and through that, different experiences happen to him that take him on this wild ride. The thing is, it's not like he's failing at work. He actually excels at work by finding a weird hook. And the movie gives you its first strange twist Where it's like, oh, I see what this is going to be It's going to be like this real deep story About like um, Accepting who you are And knowing how you fit in society And then being proud of that Okay, cool, let's go Danny Glover makes an appearance and I'm like, Danny okay, Glover, it's going to wow. be Yep, it's going to be that kind of movie Awesome And they abandon that about hmm. 15 minutes in It's like, wow, okay where? Uh, oh, no, they're going to come back to it, right? They never come back to it So it's like, then it takes a hard shift and then Steven Yoon, and if anyone uh, doesn't know the name, you may remember him as Glenn from uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He just kind of shows up out of nowhere too. And then now he's a part of the story, and he's taking the characters in new directions. And I'm like, okay, cool, I, I, I get it. The first part was just kind of a kind of a misdirection. Now this is the kind of movie it's going to be. I see what's going on, and he's doing things and affecting characters. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's going to be this type of film. It's going to have these twists and these like consequences. And then. Uh, another 20 minutes, abandons that. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Oh, I guess they're going to come back to it and it's all going to come to a head in some really artistic motif, right? No. Because then it goes from being a grounded story about one man who's struggling to make it in the capitalist society to being a story about revolution and uh, and, and racial tensions to being... A story about uh, upheaval and uh, expression through art, to being a story about like weird psychological supernatural stuff happening in, uh, 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 um, in, a, in a very uh, I, I, what do you call it? like um, almost totalitarian society. Hmm. To a story about um, uh, uh, ah, damn it, like when corporations try to take over stuff. You know, like it's like, like monopoly.
2: Like, yeah, yeah,
1: it's all over the place. It's like it's like half Wall Street half uh, Twin Peaks, half um, Pootie Tang. You know, it's all over the place. And I'm like, okay. I mean, those three
0: films are awesome. (laughs) They're awesome by
1: themselves. Together... They are a weird hodgepodge Fair. that you really hope has a solid has a solid payoff mm-hmm. because it's it's going like all it's going to weird places. Yep. and the thing is, this one didn't have that
2: payoff that I was really hoping because so is this dude, movie trying to say too much and just didn't know how to take a straight line there. I, or? I thought
1: so, but because it never really wrapped up any of the storylines that it seemed to be laying out, I don't think it ever had anything to say to begin with. I think it just had a lot of like ideas that would be interesting that it just kind of threw in to an overall story
2: that was never really
1: that put together in the first place.
2: Well, Boots Riley
0: wrote and directed it, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. See, that's kind of like a thing uh, for me, too. It's just like that that pseudo-intellectual film where it's just like, this is what it's about, and we're going all these directions. Like, you're not saying anything, though. Well, I'll also point
1: out that at several points, there's, like, horse penis and people being transformed with hooves and stuff. It seems like the worst kind of art
2: to me. It's like, uh, you know, it's like uh, you you kind of take, uh, you see this, like, this montage of like ah, oh, horse penis, mm. face, dead body. You know what I mean? Like cops it, beating up a black person or something like that. It's like, oh, this is what I'm trying to say. It's well, like oh okay. believe it
1: or not, there is a there is a there is a scene that there's a part of this movie that is almost exactly that. <laughs> almost exactly that. And I'm not it's and okay, okay. To be t- I, I will be fair Because I didn't hate this movie mm-hmm. I can't recommend it But I didn't But it's not because I hated it Just because It has no direction It doesn't know itself mm-hmm. And the thing is I, I think They were trying They thought that they had A really artistic Really deep movie And a lot of people Walked out like Really enjoying it Like yo that was crazy That was wild and stuff But they don't know why They liked it Because it was crazy It was wild Just mm-hmm. because It was weird the thing is i suspect they thought they had a really good movie and they may have at some point but they wrote it like this okay so this happened and it's gonna be amazing and this gonna really open people's minds and then this right because then yo yo and then when they see this dude hold up i got an idea let's do this instead cool did you delete the previous stuff What previous stuff?
2: (laughs) Sounds like every time they passed it, somebody else came up with a different storyline. Exactly. And that's that. Yeah. I'd like to think
1: this was too many cooks, but only one dude's credited. Yep. So I will say at the very least, I didn't hate this movie. It was all very interesting the whole way through. But Terry Crews is in the movie. We see him. He's poignant, and then we don't see him again when we definitely, we absolutely should. Mm-hmm. We get a brief glimpse, like him in the background or something. I'm like, that doesn't wrap up the story.
2: That's- Terry Crews is one of those guys that's kind of become one of those untapped potential guys. You know what I mean? Lord? I think I so, think yeah. he can really do good, a man. lot yeah. more than yeah. he kind of got pigeonholed early. Obviously, he's the guy with the muscles. And yeah, he, he could shows have been the Expendables. As, he's, yeah, yeah he's, like, he's the scary, you know, black guy that's in prison or something like that mm. where they're, you know, it's...
1: I know where Terry Crews went wrong, though. When they discovered he could do that dance. The pop and lock and stuff? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 yeah. that's all and that they had him, him. do forever.
2: Yeah. Like, you could do White Chicks 5, you know what I mean? People <laughs> say he'd, still ha- he'd still have work. But, like, I think this guy's got... Don't invoke that,
1: man. Now, now it's, it's a thing that'll
2: happen. 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 Yeah, it'll happen. Oh, shit. But, like, yeah, he's... he's He's got talent, man. He can do a lot he's more. He's a talented yeah,
1: dude. Yeah. He's come a long way since T-Money. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, since T-Money. Uh, what was that show? Not WMAC Masters. It was... It was one of those shows that used to follow wrestling on Saturday mornings. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it. I'll, yeah. I'll look
2: it up. No, no, but Tom, he, don't worry about that. It's a... yeah. He well, he does a Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is yeah. he's you just on get Brooklyn picked up by NBC, awesome NBC by the way, and he's yeah. great in that. Yeah, he is. He's really good. Nah, I'm not a fan of the show. I'm not either, but I'm glad. It, uh, glad it got
1: picked up. I'm not hating on the man. Let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. let him gotta make that money, man. All right, so the movie is called Sorry to uh, Sorry for Bothering You. It stars a lot of a lot of really cool people. Doing a lot of interesting things. That's very disjointed, very confusing, and ultimately disappointing. Um, I'm I'm a little I'm a I am so disappointed and bummed to have to give this a thumbs down. But uh, I just I just can't do it. And the thing is, if this was like a series of short vignettes or on on a, on a website, it'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's one a seemingly coherent movie, even though it's very much not. Uh, yeah, I can't recommend it. I'm sorry. It's kind of oh. a bummer. Gotcha.
0: Bummer. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to think for myself and see it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> see right. it right. myself take now. Your smart yeah, you're the authority. Yeah, the right. keys.
1: <laughs> Alright, this has been the Geek Down here on WMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us. I want to thank Black Animalist. Yes, I want to thank Meffy Meff. Thank you. I want to thank DJ Tom. I want to thank Three Finger Tom. Woo. Tom the Terminator. <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining us here on WMFradio.com. But also if you were if you uh were just listening, you can watch us on Twitch and on YouTube at twitch.tv slash Geek down. Or you go to YouTube and search the geek down. We're usually the first uh result that comes up. And also if you heard anything tonight on the show you want to chime in on, let us know what you think. Or what we're wrong about What we're right about You got recommendations etc Or you want to find out More about Buffy The sing-along Once more with pasties Or any of that good stuff That comes on Holy Crow The Mefster, All that decent stuff Hit us up at Geekdownradio At gmail.com And hopefully If you're in the Boston area You can check out The Buffy sing-along At
0: Once Somerville 156 Highland Avenue On June 3rd At 6.30pm Finally got it Nailed it
1: (laughs) Yes (laughs) Alright, and also You can go to geek-down.com For all the good stuff Find our blogs there, find the reviews The news, and the links to all the social media Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook We're all over the sucker On SoundCloud, iTunes, man You can't get rid of us But for now, we gotta leave you So we'll catch you all next Monday night Same bad time, same bad channel But until then, be excellent to each other Peace (laughs)
2: <laughs> I have to say that
0: I need nothing. <laughs> 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 it's like radio.